Welcome to Across the Rail Podcast, Methodist lay people and candidates dishing hot takes on current events, church stuff, and cultural issues. Our episode today discusses interesting things Methodist candidates for ordination are learning about the afterlife. What exactly is the hell they are teaching these candidates? And us smelly Walmart people in the pews are asking, what, what the, the hell, hell are, are they, they thinking? thinking? Warning. We're not the men in black from the pulpit, but from the pews across the rail. Our episode today is entitled, To the Purge, a Tory, and Back, a Methodist Ministry Candidate's Odyssey. In today's episode, we discuss the troubling teachings that are being taught to young Methodist candidates for ordination. Are we now living in a church that has become, quote, the hell of our own design, theologically speaking? And is it any wonder why we are a dying sect here in the United States and where authentic Wesleyan Christianity is being preached in the rest of the world, the Holy Spirit is adding disciples exponentially. But first, who's here? Nikki. Candidate one. Candidate two. And John. And Greg. So, a little background. Candidate one and candidate two are currently involved in ministry candidate mentorship. And an interesting conversation came up in a meeting uh, a couple of weeks ago. So would either candidate one or candidate two, uh, would you like to share this experience for our audience? Yeah. Uh, so <clears throat> we were in a, a meeting the, a couple of weeks ago um, through this candidacy process, candidacy process and got to the point to where there was a subject brought up and it, it, it shocked both of us and candidate one actually called me on the phone after the meeting was over and said are you getting from that what I'm getting and I said I think so and what would that be and he said that there's basically no hell what yes that's exactly what I'm getting from this and so I don't know how the conversation came about but it struck and when it struck it put no pun intended it hit like fire wow. and uh, it, it, it just kept on it went on for what would you say about maybe 15 to 20 minutes at least on that one subject, on that one easily, subject. yes yeah uh, now can i ask a question what did anybody uh, raise their hand and say uh excuse me uh i, I think hell's been talked about in the new testament several no, times no i think those of us who did actually catch it were kind of more in shock that it was even said and, and trying to process if we heard what we actually heard mm. as opposed to that. So the big pink elephant in the room went uh, unspoken, huh? For now. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I I can't imagine. Now, I, I'm, again, not, not being there. I mean, is there one person that is giving you this information and quote-unquote pontificating uh, all of this information? Or is there a board of people? Uh, that's of exactly what I was going to ask. Is it is it an approved curriculum that they're uh, they're they're pushing down? That, well, I mean that is not necessarily in the curriculum itself. Period. That's uh, just one person's opinion. It, it would it just happened to come up under that one topic that we were talking about, which ironically enough pertained nothing to the subject. Yeah. Uh, it was somebody made the comment about that being one of their best papers that they wrote while they were in seminary was arguing the fact that there is no hell. Okay, so so if I ask you a question, what, what is your opinion of hell? What is my opinion yeah. of hell? Is candidate one, 
uh, a pre-preacher uh, in the Methodist church, the new church, uh, we, we hope, uh, as long as you don't fail out. Or That's why like when that, I checked yeah. is because I would yeah. like for that to be uh, well, the case and not so, get so, kicked uh, out. Uh, <laughs> just, just so we have an idea, what is your opinion of hell? What is my opinion? My opinion of hell is it is <laughs> those that are not saved by God's grace are going to wind up in hell. Those who do not answer or do not, you know, receive that grace that is given, yes, they're going to end up in hell. And it's not a place that's just fun to hang out in, just to kill, chill. And it's not, it's not just there. A, dark, a dark room? No, it's not there for a holding cell merely until, you know, things start to be, you know, it, it is not, let's put it this way, you ain't going to sit there for a timeout of two weeks and then eventually get to get, go to heaven. Exactly. It is not purgatory. Candidate number two, what what is your vision? What is your, what is the vision thing you have about hell? Give me your description based on your biblical scholarship. My vision of hell is basically along the same lines. It's a place where the people who choose not to follow Christ the way that they should will spend eternity. And take note, I say eternity. It's not something that is just you're going for not a visit. A like out. you said, it's not a timeout. It is a place of torment that will last for eternity. Okay, I've got a, I've got a question for you. Do you think that these people think that uh, hell is here on earth? Uh, you know, and I've I've heard of other uh, religions that that believe that hell is here on earth. Uh, do you think that's what they're meaning? Um, no. They just I don't. You just die and become worm food. I think that they are truly. They feel like hell, uh, as we understand it to be. Okay. Hell, what it is actually is the actual. You. you know, not as we understand it to be, but what it is. They see it more as a place was. for refinement. So it is. Well, that's purgatory. what purgatory is. It's yes. purging you mm -hmm. of any unholiness so you can meet and spend eternity with a holy God. Mm -hmm. Now, Orthodox, Evangelical, Wesleyan thought says that happens by the blood of Christ. And go. then our sanctification, post-salvation, prepares us to meet a holy God. And at the time, and, and if we are not entire sanctified in this life, at the moment or prior to the moment of death... Uh, the, the grace of Christ covers all of that and allows us in the presence of God because of the grace and the blood shed by Jesus Christ. Amen. I can't imagine. Okay, so if, if it is, let's, let's, uh, let, let's go down that rabbit hole. If, if hell is purgative, it's, it's, not, it's, it's, uh, uh, it's not permanent, it's a, it's a station. Uh, how long does one have to be in... I mean, did he... There's a lot of questions. He, no, there's a tremendous amount of questions I would like to ask. Oh, my gosh. Well, I was reading up on an article earlier today from a uh, Ph.D. candidate in religion at Baylor University. Her name is Annie Judkins, I think it's her name. And she broke it up into two, two, two certain people those who are traditional and those who are um, conditionalists, as she's put it. 
and she can said, you define uh, conditionalist? Wow, that's a that's a new that's a, uh, label that's a right word, there, man. Yeah. I'm a conditionalist. Um, basically, those are the people that believe that the the torment and everything that is going to happen when you get to hell will one day cease to exist. Hmm. So, she said that traditionalists usually will believe that hell and the torment is forever such as what John Wesley says, the founder of Methodism, and said that the conditionalists believe that torment will one day cease to exist. And she said, in, in quote of it, after the resurrection and the day of judgment. Wow. Well, well, well hold on a second now. I mean, if, if, if on the day of judgment, and when all man is, is in judgment of, from God, and but it's in two parts. There's a first and a second right. resurrection. John. But if your name's not in that, that, that then you're the part book. of the second resurrection. Okay, on there. Uh, I didn't know. I I really didn't know that uh, you can do a do-over uh, to uh, to go to heaven on there. I uh, well, because that's because that's what they're teaching. Well, and you mentioned John Wesley. I mean, Wesley didn't. You know, after ten hours or fifteen hours on horseback, he didn't have this vision that hell was eternal torment. He got it because God's word says it. Mm -hmm. Because Jesus Christ, Logos, the Word incarnate, says it not once but multiple times. There's over a hundred and sixty-two references alone in the New Testament on hell. Right, but Jesus specifically talks about it depending on the the uh, version of of scripture you have, anywhere from thirteen to sixteen. Right. Fire, yeah, yeah. and it never goes out. Teeth. That's right, it, and and the, it does not. It is eternal. Mm -hmm. Yes, Jesus says that. So let's just let's just cut to the chase here. If if this gentleman, this mentor, believes that hell is purgative and that eventually all people get expunged of whatever sin they die in and go to heaven. They're preaching basically a soft version of universalism. Is that correct? So, so, that is one hundred percent correct. So, yes. so you know, here, here's my thing. Then, then why, why follow the teachings of Christ if 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 you get a do-over? Uh, you know what I'm saying? That's, that was <laughs> that's kind of my thing <laughs> with it. What's well, now the I don't point? want to be purged, but go uh, candidate one, please continue. That was my thought with it. Uh, I called another friend of mine who's a, a minister, and I asked him. I said. This is the case. What's the point in anything that we're doing? What's the point? We could be golfing, yeah. you know. And his answer was, "It is not. They see it as not a, an essential thing. Non they consider hell non-essential really? to the faith." Wow. Same way we consider homosexuality non-essential to the faith. The same way wow. we consider some of these other hot button issues that is driving a state through the United Methodist Church, yeah. non essential. I think it's more concerning. Uh, uh, more concerning uh, the, the, the they don't believe in hell uh, than uh, than the homosexual issue mm -hmm. on there. That that to me is is stunning on there. It absolutely is stunning on there. Well, let's let's open this up to a little philosophy here. If God is just. Mm -hmm. And he is. And humanity, human history is rife with offenses and horrible uh, uh, evil done to men by other men. Horrible sins and crimes and just abominations mm -hmm. done. Mm -hmm. 
You know, Herod, I think of Herod, when, when he thought that Jesus was in Bethlehem, he killed every boy under two, two years of two age years or under. Right, yeah. If God is just, there has to be justice. Well, if I, Herod gets... I mean, you, you, you can look at modern history on there. You know, you can look at... Herod the, cannot get a pass for that the, 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 if he the, was unrepentant. The, is, the Hitler of the... Uh, uh, of the worlds and uh, there is no life on earth where God is just love or God is only justice. He is a perfect marriage of both. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Grace and truth. You can't be one or the other without the other. Exactly. Right. Yeah. You can't love so, unless you want to be one. just with somebody. So, exactly. so so why 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 do they uh teach this this Misinformation, Crap. and why is it? it, it well, thankfully it, they didn't. They thank didn't you. I, I was gonna. I thankfully, was, the my, issue was never overly forced, and it wasn't something that you know they were saying you have to believe. That mm -hmm. was just the understanding that they had come to through reading scripture somehow. That are they reading the same book that I'm reading? That hell I'm is wondering. simply there for refinement, not for now, eternal this, judgment. This program that you're going through is this. Can you lost my word? Interject. Well, yeah. Your... Can you uh, can you debate issues with them, or are you just basically a student with a lecturer? You just sit there and listen and soak it up. And... Well, my understanding thus far is we are here to check a box. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is the box checking type situation. You know, for who you or them? For us. Okay, so they really don't want anything. your input. They just want you to shut up and that's listen. What, that, yeah. that, that's okay. no different than any any uh, university that you go to right now. You know, so this is not a learning. Right, this, this is, is indoctrination. Not a university. Well, it it kind of is on there. It's a you know the the College of Jesus right there. Go go GS on there. Um, you know whatever CS College yeah CS on there. But uh, COJS. Uh, well, whatever. <laughs> C-O-G-C. University of God. There yeah, you go. Okay. Well, that uh, would be Texas A&M. Okay. <laughs> oh! oh. Hey, nice yeah. One. There is a hill. Right there it is. <laughs> no. I, I'm not sure how much debate they would be willing to have, number one. Okay, so you can't challenge not, the things that they say. Oh, I would love to. But, but you no. can't if you want to. Do you feel guilty because you can't? Do I feel guilty because I can't? Yes. Honestly, person. in a way, because... I find it sad that somebody has developed this view. How yeah. can you read scripture and, and come to the conclusions that they've came to? Thank you, candidate one, because yeah. I've got a question for candidate two here. And I'm going to well, talk. Yeah, he, he, he's been talking way to, too to, much. To, uh, talk, uh, whatever, to go along with that. Do, could it be possible that they are saying this garbage just to see if you are going to? I don't think and so. And we discussed that as a possibility as well. Yeah. I don't but think, I don't think so. There's some wackos out there. Because I've well, I know there are, but if you're wanting to um, see if someone is a good candidate to be a pastor, to be a spiritual leader, I've actually you heard. Want to know I, I've actually heard a, gonna, a, mm -hmm. a a Methodist minister say that there was no oh, hell. I, oh, I have no doubt. That, there, but my point is, if, if went, I'm wow. okay, John, if I'm the one that's saying okay, candidate one, candidate two. I'm going to determine whether you should go further into this step. So I'm going to say some really stupid stuff and see if y'all will stand up Push and go, back. wait, yeah. I have a problem with that. I I honestly don't think that's the case. And, 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 and the reason reason being is, is 
uh, twofold. Uh, number one, it is a uh, this this is I'm putting this in strictly business sense on there. You're in an industry that has been declining for a long time. On there, am I correct in saying that? Uh, especially after the pandemic or during the pandemic, on mm -hmm. there. If the metric is numbers, yes. Yes, you know. So you know, if 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 you've got individuals such as your candidate one and two here that want to pursue a career, and and this goes to my second point right here, that that you know, I I think we have some people out there in our industry, on there, that do it just because it's a job, on there. It's a it's a decent life. It's a decent paid life, depending on the size of your church on there, and and, and I think uh, money is a motivator for some of those, as opposed to actually teaching God's word. But that's the whole point in this process mm -hmm. that we're going through now mm -hmm. is they found that they do have a whole lot of that. Mm -hmm. So the the hope is this process weeds that out before people get too far along. Candidate two, I this uh, candidate one brought up. Uh, uh, thing before we kind of went went a little bit left and right there uh, about you know Jesus said these things mm -hmm. and if you're ministers you're not just ministers of the Methodist Church the Methodist Church is part of the Church of Jesus Christ Amen. so in theory you ought to be mirroring what Jesus said and depending on what version of the Bible you read Jesus refers to hell 16 times mm -hmm. okay by different words specifically Matthew 25 41 and 46 mention eternal fire and eternal punishment that's that's there right there you, you cannot deny it in verse 46 Jesus states that the curse shall go away into eternal torment but the righteous into eternal life hang on John these two prepositional phrases into eternal torment and into eternal life stand in contrast with each other so in Christ's view the in eternity the opposite of life is not death but it's torment Okay, Jesus is making that case right there. How can a person, unless they're willingly blind, not see that and not understand that? Have these guys ever read or even thought about that, in your opinion? No. I mean, from the words that they said, it just seems like they've, what a lot of people are doing inside the Methodist Church these days with other issues is they're skipping over this. You know, they're not looking into this. They're, they're like, okay, well, well, here's what the good things God says about it, and that's what we need to be focused on. Is good. Who cares about all this this bad stuff that's going to happen? You know, if we know the good stuff, we don't have to worry about the bad stuff. That's like saying that, you know, if you're talking about eternal life in heaven and eternal life in hell, it's it's basically, you know, you're saying, well, if if eternal life is this, but eternal torment does not mean this, that's basically saying, well, if you're going to eternal torment, well, you'll be there for a little bit, but then you'll mm -hmm. go to glory after that. So that's torment how, is acceptable. Yeah, that's exactly opinion. what they're saying. Yes. And a minister of the gospel is supposed to contend against the gates of hell. Yeah. You know, it's, it, I think it's gotten left out so much because, you know what, talking about hell is not a popular thing. But you know uh, what? It's, it's, it it's, it's, it is a necessary. It is an essential thing. It's the it's the it's the Olstein effect. Yeah, people don't you want know? to hear it. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not all sunshine and rainbows. Yeah. You know. So, but it's truth. Well, you know, there's this thing that I, I, I'm not disagreeing. With you, believe it or not, or not. Uh, what it is? No, it's I, not an argument. It's not a problem they have with you. It's it's really when you boil it down to the essence. It's not a problem where they really don't want to talk about the uncomfortable things. Mm -hmm. They just really don't agree with Jesus Christ. 
Just bottom line. I would have to say it. Yeah. I mean, Jesus said something I really don't agree with, so I ain't going to teach it. Yeah, but but isn't that becoming the the commonality? Absolutely. That, and, and and you know, guys, how can you be authentic if you don't if you talk about the joys of of let's say sex, but you don't have but you don't talk about well, by the way, if you do it in not in a way that honors God, you can get venereal disease, you can get pregnant, you can do all these things. It caused all these. You have to present a complete, authentic picture, otherwise. You're selling half truths. You're lying, and and that's just as deadly as, as telling a lie, right there. Half truths are has always been. And you're messing with people's eternal and, and, souls. Well, and, and, and here's the worst, mm. here's the worst part about it is, Greg, and, and this this is the part that bothers me the most on there, is these people know that they're teaching falsehoods on there, and and they're going to be held accountable even more Amen. so, even mm -hmm. more so than the 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 unskilled or untrained uh, person who, who, who has just found God. You know what yeah. Jesus said about that? He said, if you cause one of these least, one of these children to you're, stumble, you're better, you had better had never even been born. They're going to put a millstone around you and throw you in the sea. Yep, yep. Jesus condemns that. And I, I, Do I, these guys I, even read the New Testament? Well, let me tell you something. At the beginning of this whole process, quote me if I'm wrong, they talked about, you know, the how you should start and the things you should read, such as, like, the book of discipline. Mm -hmm. Well, in there it says, and I've wrote it down, we believe in the resurrection of the dead, the righteous to life eternal, and the wicked endless condemnation. Are you... What are you, you preaching? Did, did, yeah. did you read this when you became a minister? Was this part of your... That's not part of their curriculum. Was this part of your, well, your, part your beginning of your to a minister? When, yeah. when you are ordained, you have to say, I will support the doctrines of the Methodist Church, the Book of Discipline, all that stuff. Then you take if, a, you if, take if, a oath that, Then if that's the case, why why are we having bishops uh, bishops doing what you they're have doing swerved, you know <laughs> into the <laughs> nexus of the problem well, that, that's that's my my whole point right there you know they John they were, why are we splitting they, they, well <laughs> it's because you've got people that it, are teaching it, it is an authority of scripture issue it is not homosexuality it is not this it is not that right. it is because we we have some ministers who believe Jesus said what he said and meant what he said, and that is a timeless truth. And the other ministers again, do not believe that. Again, End we, of story. again we, we have been a, I don't even want to say a country, but a religion of, of offended people on there. And we don't want to offend anyone anymore. No one wants to hear the, 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 the do's and You can and all hear the words of Jesus Christ and not in some way, shape, form, fashion be offended. I was about to Amen. say, you cannot, you cannot, you, <laughs> you cannot, get a gold star. you cannot stand in the pulpit and preach a sermon or preach the words of God without, authentically, authentically without offending somebody. That's right. You because can't. Just, it offends. Yeah, but and you know what happens. It is foolish and the bad thing is, is, who are, you know what yeah, happens yeah. in today's society when when you say something contrary. Yeah, on your, you know, yeah. for example, for example, did you guys read about the Max Licato? Uh, yes, yes. What, was that not? He got shocked? bounced from the National Cathedral. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, it was absolutely <laughs> ludicrous, crazy. Uh, that was crazy. You know, you know what offends me? 
probably poor riveted parts uh, of an aircraft. You know, <laughs> bad structural maintenance on airframe. Well, that is offensive to me. Well, it is it's to offensive to safety. It can doom some people to destruction. Kind of like bad theology. <laughs> you know what? You I know? think that is correct. And people... I bet you there's a company you know, that can fix there that. Is. There is a company wow. that preaches the gospel of structural integrity. Oh yes, of of the of, <laughs> yes of perpendicular <laughs> holes of concentric countersinks. I've got that book. Of, the book of innovative tooling services. Innovative tooling I'm, services. I bought that book. Those cats, they have fastening systems, installation, <laughs> tooling knowledge. They've got application experience. That's why they're on the leading edge. They're not on the. They're not on. They're the not on the rear end, falling into uh, Hades or Gehenna. Conservative or side of safety. Right. I get that's that. That's right. There's a fa- yeah, a factor of safety, <laughs> and you know, physics doesn't care about your theology. No, it doesn't. It either works or it doesn't. That's why you need to be authentic. So, if you have concerns about that, give those folks a call. You can contact Innovative Tooling oh, Services at one eight hundred eight three two seven zero zero nine. Or look them up on the World Wide Web at InnovativeTooling.com. And we'll be back. And we're back. So... You know, while Scripture is always the final arbiter of uh, biblical theology, you know, the early church spoke on the subject of hell since they had the closest linkage to the apostles themselves. And and it, it is interesting as Westlands, when we do the quadrilateral, we talk about it. Not all quadrilaterals are equal, even though they say they are. Uh, first thing is Scripture. If Scripture speaks to it, done. We don't have to go any further. If Scripture doesn't necessarily speak to it, then we go, we go. what do the church fathers or what is the tradition of the church that's been preached for 2,000 years? If that settles it, we stop. Okay, so, so if that is the case, let's take a look at some of the early church fathers. Ignatius, the third bishop of Antioch, and one who personally knew at least some of the apostles, wrote a letter to the Ephesians in which he speaks about the defiled. Those who listen to the defiled shall go away in everlasting fire. This is an epistle to the Ephesians in chapter 16 of his book. Now, how many have heard of Polycarp? You know what Polycarp means? Uh, many carps. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I'm thinking a lot of fish, but... Yeah, uh, well, <laughs> uh, yeah, big goldfish. Anyway, uh, Polycarp was, uh, was a bishop... And he he actually Polycarp was a disciple of John. Mm-hmm. You know John the Revelator. Oh, I thought you were talking about me. No, no. Bishop of Smyrna. <laughs> Bishop of Smyrna. Oh, yeah. He and he was martyred in the eighty sixth year of his age. But yep. he knew and studied under John, an actual apostle of Jesus Christ. So I'm pretty sure he got the straight straight dope. Well, he uh, he talked about the fire of judgment is described as eternal. Justin Martyr who was martyred, hence the name, who wrote about 150 A.D. He said, When also he shall raise the bodies of men who have lived and shall clothe those of the worthy with immortality and shall send those of the wicked endued with eternal sensibility into everlasting fire with the wicked devils. And in chapter 18 of that book, he also speaks about eternal punishment that is laid up for the wicked. Now, with all of this testimony 
of people that actually knew the apostles of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Again, let's say that you believe the Bible is a myth or, or it's confused or whatever. These guys paid with their lives yep. for the testimony of Jesus Christ yep. and the doctrine of the church. Yep. Why would they give up their life willingly for falsehood or lie? I don't know. Uh, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. I, I wouldn't think that they would. No. And you know, if if there is no hell, why would you go get? Why would Polycarp say, you know what? I'm not going to confess that Caesar is God and not Jesus. I I'm not going to renounce my Christianity. Mm -hmm. I mean, renounce it. You're, it's all good in the end anyway. Right. Yeah. That's I just, I, I can't imagine this, and I don't want this to be, the second half to be a soliloquy of me, but what do you guys think of that? What, I mean, if, if you don't believe what Jesus said, why are you even preaching the gospel? Agree? Yeah. <clears throat> you know, that's what makes, you know, Christianity above all things so easy to believe. Because people are not willing to die for what is false. That's right. Never, ever, ever. In the history of man. We got a lot of testimonies of people that died defending their faith. How come some religions, like all this say, the the Baptists aren't afraid to preach hell? Because I've heard a ton of well, sermons let's, let's from go, the Baptists. Let's go down that, the list. Yeah. Well, up until about 50, 60 years ago, the Methodists used to preach hell. Mm -hmm. And the, all of the Wesleyan family, uh, which are the Pentecostals, the Holiness Movement, all of those cats preach hell. Mm -hmm. uh, the, you know, the PCA, the, all the conservative Orthodox divisions of all the mainline denominations and all 8 million sects of Baptists all preach that hell is literal. Mm -hmm. it, I mean, it really exists. Yeah. And Jesus said, "You, if it's better, I mean, if it's better to cut off your arm or your leg or your nose or poke out poke your, your eyes, eyes right. if 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 it's worth that to miss that place, would you take it on good advisement that he knows what what he speaks? Mm -hmm. you know, if I, he is the Son of God, do you think he knows? I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure he 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 knows uh, knows about hell. You know, it, it would be like it would be like me." trying to, if I was a salesman and I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt the product that I was selling would not do anything that I was saying it would do, I did not believe in it, I did not, you know, I mean, it is going to be the biggest butt-kicking that I'm setting up for myself. I wouldn't make a lot of sales. Would I wouldn't make a lot of sales, and then I'd have to clean up a lot of messes, and I would have, I would have the ire of everybody that I talked to. I believed in you, and you told me knowingly a falsehood. I just, I, I just, I'm trying not to overreact here, and I'm taking up a lot of the time. I'm, I just can't no, imagine no. this. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, I, I think you're absolutely. We need right. a purgatory. Yeah. <laughs> in, in the in the in the ministry. Yes. We yes. need to get these guys. If you don't believe Jesus Christ crucified, dead, buried, resurrected, sitting on the right hand of God the Father, if you don't believe that, see ya. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Anybody thoughts? Or did I just suck up all the air out of the room here? Well, I mean, in that article that I was talking about earlier from that, that person from Baylor University, the title of that article was 
Unquenchable Fire. I thought that was a pretty good title for an article. Um, right. <clears throat> I wrote something down that she said that um, would probably be a pretty good discussion to talk about to get your opinion on it. She said, certainly we must not rely only on this motivation for evangelism, for we will send the world a terribly wrong message that salvation is little more than a fire insurance policy mm-hmm. that we are saved in order to avoid hell and torment rather than live in relationship with a loving God. Doesn't the uh, Bible talk about Jesus descending into hell? Yes. It's called the Apostles' Creed. Right. Mm-hmm. You, you know what no. the Apostles' Creed was? Tell us. It was a baptism liturgy that you believe and you affirm this and you bank your eternal soul on what you say and what you okay. agree to. So, it, so you're basically saying that the, 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 it, is, it is the foundation of, of Methodism uh, that we believe in, correct? Correct. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so then why, again, I ask this question, why do we have people that are in the pulpit and above that don't believe that? Let me ask you, John. If if you you know what a wood chipper is, right? Uh, yeah. You remember the movie Fargo? Yep. You'll never see look at a wood chipper again uh, after you see that uh, the same way. If if you had a wood chipper, thanks for reminding. Yeah. If you had a wood chipper and and you saw people slowly going into there, people that you loved and you cared about, your friends, and you know it was going to be a gruesome painful, excruciating experience. Would you not do anything to keep them out of that? Absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> but this is eternal. That doesn't that doesn't answer the question that that uh, that I posed to you, you know. Again, there there has to be a reason. Okay? Is it because the church has gotten so politically correct? Or we've become so so uh, callous that we're so afraid to offend anyone, or they just the reason is scriptural, mm-hmm. and there will be those that teach a false gospel, uh, and the Bible discusses that, and they will, yes, but, and they will pay for that. But uh, you know, t- Timothy says there will say, come a time when people will. Want, have itching ears and want to hear false things. Right. That's called the end times. Now we've been in the quote unquote end times so since, end time, so, since yeah. two thousand years. Since, since the beginning of but, time. But there mm. will always be false teachers. In fact, John said, "Test the spirits." You know, if it it was rife in the first four hundred years of the church, it's rife now. And and I think oh, it's I think these people rotting. do not when it all said and done. They don't believe Jesus is who he said he is. That's the bottom line. And what ha- what what do we have in common as believers that Jesus said what he said with those who don't? Where, where's the commonality? There is none. There is none. Other than we're sinners. Yeah. Right. That's it. Yeah. So, so what do we do with the sin problem? We ignore it, wink and nudge, it's all going to be good, all dogs go to no. heaven? No. Or we warn people that hell is going to be the absolute most horrible, horrific thing ever. And it's not because God is some kind of evil demiurge that, no. that, that wants to, to, to torment people. 
just. It's because he is just. There must be a penalty for all the evil and the suffering and the wrong that's been done over the ages. There has to be recompense. Otherwise, God is not just. I agree. I agree. And the amazing thing about it is all that sin, all that evil, all that was poured into Jesus on the cross and we Amen. can be cleansed of it through his blood. Okay, so so, so so here I'm, I'm going to... You can be purged in an instant. <laughs> That's right. Painlessly. Bingo. His pain. Exactly. Live like hell and go to heaven. So That's what they're preaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, with the new thing, how do you see the the uh, the schools of uh, higher education for uh, pastoral Which candidates. Side? On the well, uh, let's, let's just uh, do a wide wide uh, shotgun uh, approach at this. How, how how do you think that's going to change the uh, the 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 curriculum for you guys? You know, or, or, are you leaning more towards a, a liberal view or more of a conservative view? The liberal view is not a very high view of Scripture, and the other is a high view of Scripture. I'm taking the one that's a high view of Scripture because I believe God's Word. I think it would be better to to uh, discuss those two, you know, the split if it happens in two, maybe three, maybe even four, I've heard, but whatever. I, I like the term orthodox and progressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not liberal. I mean, liberal means... Yeah, I, I don't want to put any politics in it, but it, it has to. You, you cannot. That there is no agreement, um, and 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 I think, and again, I'm not a, I'm not a future pastor, but uh, I think it's going to be radically different. Uh, those who split it has go to with be, the Orthodox, yeah. it's going to be that. Plus, you got to realize the vast majority of the s- seminaries that exist now progressive. are good, are progressive. So you're going to have, I think, my opinion, you're going to go back to the ancient biblical way of where you have men of God mentoring younger men, kind of like bishops did, and 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 it's going to be part of that catechesis. Now, at some point, we probably will have formal seminaries, but I think in the meantime, because we're going to have a lot of churches, they're going to need pastors. Well, so you're going to have to get, do it on okay, the okay. So, so on the come. You got your Orthodox and you got your your progressives on there. You and I both know that there's going to be some Yahoo that's going to be right in the middle. You know, if you want to put it in political terms, you know, the okay. in, independent right. on there, and you're going to have that. Yeah, it's right. called you know, centrist. You know, or a centrist. There you go. I, you know, that's something. One foot in heaven and one foot in hell. There you right. go. You're teetering. Uh, you're teetering that fine line. But, but you know, it is the the, the new thing on there going to be able to deal with that that, uh, that middle of the row person? You know, guys? The middle of the road person. Are we talking just a normal person coming to church? We talking well, now no, we minister. about minister wise? Yes. Okay. Let me back the question up. Do you find that the candidates that you guys are involved with on there are the majority of them orthodox, or do you see a a fair number of progressives in in there? You know, so you got a a, a mix. So uh, later on, after the split, not when, but after. Because I, I do think it's going to happen. That's a good uh, question. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I would say it's 
I would say that, I mean, that there's, there's probably, I mean, it could be split. I mean, I do believe that there are a few that, um, you know, I, I feel would believe they're what, what they're being told. Mm -hmm. okay. And I believe that, you know, they, they, they probably do not know God's word like they say they do. And so, therefore, when they're being told something like, okay, well, yeah, I can go with that and I can understand that and I see where you're coming from. And then again, you know, there's probably maybe a few that would not be that way. So I, I honestly think it could be split right down the middle. That's I mean, scary. I know how... Well, I do know that uh, I, I have heard that there will be uh, ministers will have to sign confessional statements um, if you're going to remain in the orthodox split, mm -hmm. uh, that, that you believe what the Bible says, you, you will, will preach what the book of discipline states. And if you deviate from such, there will be justice. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, a very good thing. That's what used to happen. And I will, you know, on a positive note though, and I, I agree, I think it's probably split down the middle with the group that we're with. That's pretty frightening. But yeah. it's also good because there's at least two people that there's some red flags raised because there is a good foundation. Mm. So, you know, uh, there are those that know. Just don't do you, do you, get bogged down. <laughs> do you think the, the progressives have, have, have uh, their thought process has... Uh, has been altered uh, from from the word uh, due to uh, uh, worldly uh, input. Without question, I think yeah. that's the whole root of the problem. Is the uh, the world is shaping the church as opposed to the church yes. shaping the world? Yes. 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 And again, that goes back to what the Bible says: uh, "Be in the world, not of the world." On there. Uh, and, and when you when you are short, when you do not make hit the mark, when you are not living in a godly manner, that's when you tend to want to dumb the standards down. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, uh, yeah, I, absolutely. I, 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 you, you know, I, that's just that's just you know, it's easier to practice what you preach when you there do that. There exactly you go, right. because we all hate inconsistency. And if I if I wink and nudge on a few things personally in my life, then I want to I want to preach a gospel that I can still wink and nudge and be comfortable. In. I just wonder sometimes uh, going back on there if 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 we had not made a mistake, looking at in a in a business sense on there, you know, uh, I I came from a, a retail background and, and when when uh, employment was low and you needed bodies on there your your uh your how do i want to say this you, you pretty much uh are at the bottom of the barrel as far as picking uh individuals to uh to hire i'm just wondering if if that's what happened uh with no no because you look at since 1968 since the methodist church and the evangelical united brethren uh merged in 1968 guess what has happened to the number of churches and the amount of of uh, uh, members do tell consistently downward every year there's less churches every year there's less people we have a 50 um, we have over a 50 year consistent decline 
Well, I guarantee you, if you so, if, if, if you one thing, we've got a surplus, so we ought to be picking the have the pick of the litter rather than accepting. Have we not been watering down the gospel for the past fifty years as well? It's, it's a cause and effect and candidate and one. Yes. Because people want, if if they want to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ, they don't want to hear a namby pamby. This mm -hmm. doesn't ha affect my. I mean, if I'm doing all the things and I show, if, I don't need to come to church. I'm doing everything that this guy's saying to do. I'm nice. I don't need Jesus. Mm -hmm. I'm Jesus. Yeah. And I think that that that's where it comes from talking about you know preaching and stuff. I think a lot of ministers and. That people think that they get afraid that they're going to misinterpret something they say somehow. Well, there's only one interpretation that you can come up between, you know, being saved and going to hell. It's like it's it's you either follow Jesus the way you're supposed to, or you don't, and you suffer the consequences. There was a minister that I know um, that I heard about um, from a few people here a while back, who uh, you know did a sermon on a, on one of the books of the Bible, and he he said. Before he started the sermon, there's no other way to preach this, so you're probably going to be very mad at me by the time we get done. Mm -hmm. That's how ministers should be preaching the gospel every single Amen. week. I am not well, ashamed. First of, the of all, they shouldn't be apologizing the for it. That's exactly what right. you know, you know, first of all, they, they shouldn't be apologizing uh, for offending. Well, no, I mean, I, know, but that's uh, you know, and again, that goes back to the mentality. Of 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 uh, this this world of uh, offending people on there. One thing, as we wrap up today, I just want to thank candidate number one and candidate number two for your authenticity, your belief. You know, no matter how long, how how bad it gets, God always preserves a remnant, and and it's very encouraging that you guys hold strong to the faith and and once delivered to the saints and you do not vary one way left right so i just want to commend you and thank you for your faithfulness don't give up guys god will yeah, protect don't, you and don't keep you. Uh, don't uh, uh, fall into the traps and the snares that uh that the devil has put in there and and that is i'm, I'm not ashamed to say it uh, i i believe those are those are uh I'm, I'm all right. I'm thinking <laughs> it's okay. As we end this podcast, you can find this episode and other Across the Rail podcast episodes on popular platforms like Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. If you listen on iTunes, please take the time to give us a five-star rating, especially if you believe in hell. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, if you have questions on this or any other episode, please send your comments like, I don't believe in hell. Cheers or jeers to comments at acrosstherail.com or look up Across the Rail podcast on the Twitters by our handle at across underscore, underscore rail and on Facebook at Across the Rail podcast. Please give us a like there and leave us any feedback or questions. In fact, Somebody may listen to this podcast and put us in Facebook or Twitter. Well, or, or, or you can just go to Walmart and yell our name out. That, <laughs> hey, thanks so much for listening. So, candidates, any final thoughts before we uh, before we pray out? Um, there is no gray area. Ah. What the hell Wait, were they thinking? That's, that's all I'm going to do. Okay, okay. Hey, well, who wants to close our uh, podcast with prayer? Let's get one of the, the uh, free preachers well, to do it. Candidate one, candidate knock one. it out. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for this time together, Lord. It's always good when we come together and discuss 
you and talk about your word. Uh, I ask you to be with those out there listening to this. Uh, and also, Lord, be with those that are preaching that there is no hell yes. or that do not believe your word that there is a hell. Um, convict them and set them straight, Lord. Yes. I ask that you be with us as we leave this place and be with each person out there, Lord. In Jesus' name, I ask these things. Amen. Amen. Amen.